Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Trucking 101, surviving your first year with hosts Rick and Melissa Grimm. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello and welcome to Trucking, Trucking 101, surviving your first year. The show that will not only help you survive, but thrive in your first year. My name is Rick, and beside me is my gorgeous wife, Melissa. Our special guest host tonight is Becky Morgan. We're here to answer your questions and provide an outlet for experienced drivers that want to share their knowledge. We can answer questions on living in the truck, managing money, safety, life on the road, compliance, hours of service, whatever else you would like to talk about. If you do have a question, a comment, a topic, or a suggestion, press 1 and we'll get you into the show. Now we'll bring on a Becky Morgan to take over the show. Take it over, Becky. Hey, Rick and Melissa. How are you all tonight? Doing, Doing great. great. Thank How you? you. How are you? Good, good, good. So talking about making the truck your home tonight for a first-year driver, that's kind of a daunting task. You get in the truck, and you first when you first get in, it's basically you just throw in what you think you're going to need. You have no idea what to do or where you should put anything or even, to some extent, what you should even be taking on the road to begin with. Um, I think it was you, Melissa, that said it's kind of like a camping adventure, correct? Yep, that's the way I equated it. When I was on my trainer truck, uh, my first trainer before Rick, um, I was, it was my first night that I had slept in the truck, and I woke up, and I was like, this is an absolute blast. It's exactly like camping. I love it. That's my, that was my exact Exactly. The only difference is you want to make it a little more homey. I know a lot of people talk about sleeping in, like, sleeping bags on the truck. I, I never did that, um, except uh, – I was kind of lucky. I actually trained with an intermodal uh, trainer, so we were home every night. But when I first hit the truck, one of the first things I did was go and get sheets and blankets and those kind of because you kind of want the your bedroom area to be separate to be separate in space and the way it looks from your working area because. Everything is done in that truck. So you just kind of want a little bit of separation to where when you go back to the back after a long day, it's an environment that you can actually relax in and enjoy. So go out, pick you out some some nice sheets, pick you out a nice comforter and bed set, and and really put together a space that you can enjoy. If you want throw pillows to sit, you know, uh, to Put against the wall so you can sit there and do computer work or, or play, you know, video game or watch TV. That's what you need to do. Um, throw rugs on the floor, especially in the back. Who wants to put their feet on that cold, rubbery floor in the morning? It's not very pleasant. So, nope. you know, put some throw rugs in the back, some nice pillows, some something that just kind of makes it your space and your space alone. Uh, that would be a, a good way to start. 
Um, anything to add? Yeah, that actually, you I want to add on Pro Rugs if you want to let me jump in there real quick. Sure. Um, the door on the truck is especially car. Excuse me. Blah, let me try that again. The floor of the truck is especially hard and especially cold. I tried to combine those two words, didn't work out. So Rick and I actually have three rugs down here, and that's pretty much the perfect amount of rugs to uh, separate yourself from the floor of the truck, from the from the cold and the hardness. So you're going to need more than one if you want a nice soft floor. I think two would actually do it, but the bottom rug is one of those foam, like uh, in, in the bathroom. You know, it's kind of it's rubber on the bottom, and it's it's a foam. So when you stand on it, it it kind of sinks in, and then put nice just job. a regular bathroom rug on top of that, and it makes a real nice spongy floor. Yeah, we like it a lot. Oh, that sounds like an awesome plan. Yeah. yeah. So you know, do do little things like that 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 kind of turn that area into a home. Now, what you're going to want to do is as you're bringing stuff in. You're, very, you're living in an extremely small space, and so it's real easy for things to get totally out of hand and not know where anything goes. So when you first move into the truck, it's easy to just find a space for everything so that you can keep everything neat and orderly. And here's the thing. It's not just for you and being able to relax because you can by far better relax in a neat orderly space than you can one that looks like chaos. It's just the way your mind works. If your mind sees chaos, it's not going to relax. It's also a DOT thing. Um, Not that they're going to give you a ticket because you didn't make your bed today, but if you've got stuff spread all over your dash, that's just a good indication for them that if you're not taking care of the inside of your truck, you may not be taking care of the outside either. And your odds of getting pulled in are much greater than somebody whose dash is clear, who doesn't have trash and garbage piled up past the little window in the door. It just shows them that, hey, if you're taking care of that space, you're probably taking care of the rest of the truck too. So, again, it's it's not just for, for you. It's to kind of grease your way through the DOT scales and not get pulled to the back or not or not be targeted as easily to be to be pulled to the back. Um right. there's all kinds there of another way to block in the trader, right? There what is what? It's another way to fly under the radar. Exactly. Yeah. But you want to give them the least uh least reason to pull you in uh that you can. And not that your truck is not DOT compliant, but we all know anything can break in transit. Just because it was fine four hours ago doesn't mean it's fine right now. And so anytime that you're not pulled into that inspection bay is a good thing. So you want to keep want to keep uh, from doing that if you can. So when you first get your truck, before you start bringing everything in the kitchen sink from home, kind of get a lay of the land of what kind of storage space you have, and think about what you're going to be doing on the road. Are, are you somebody that wants to uh, work out and maintain your, your fitness while you're on the road? Um, are you into computer games or TVs or movies? Um, do you, are you more on your computer at night? Do you like to read and have books around? Those are the kind of things you want to consider 
and just look around while the truck is still empty and think what would be the best and most logical place for the things that I want to bring on this truck to make this my home on the road. And as you look around, just even if you have a couple of things, see how things work. If it's not the way you thought it would be, pull them down and start again. Um, this is going to be a ongoing, it's going to be an ongoing process. Uh, you're going to, you know, not like some things where you put them, so you're going to need to rearrange. But there's a few things that you want to make sure that you always have, have space for. One is emergency food. You always need to have emergency food. Whether you can cook in the truck or not is immaterial. Things happen on the road, and so this is a priority to have in the truck. Um, you can store it under the bunk. You can store it in the bottom of one of the closets. Whatever is easiest for you. But you at least need to have a six-pack of water and maybe a can opener and some cans of whatever, SpaghettiOs, something, maybe canned tuna or tuna in a pouch, something to where if uh, there's an accident on the highway, which does happen, and they don't get it cleared off for 12 hours and you're stuck there, you don't want to be stuck there with absolutely nothing to eat. And so make sure you always have a little bit of stuff in that truck to where if something did happen, you've got something there uh, that will that will pull you through. And that is an absolute must-have on any truck. So, Melissa, do you want to add anything along that line? Melissa? Are you there? Okay, I don't know if we lost Melissa, so we'll just uh, no, we'll I, just I go on. Screen oh, okay. I didn't want to interrupt you. I'm back now. Sorry. Did you ask me a question? Oh, no problem. Yeah, I was. I I said that emergency food was an absolute must-have on the truck, so you should always make sure you have storage space for that. Just to if there's an accident or uh, riots as in Charlotte, um, whatever yeah. the case is, if you're off the, you know, if you're on the truck and you can't get off the highway for 8, 10, 12 hours, you need to have something that can kind of tide you over until you can get somewhere and get something. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, sorry about that little uh, miscommun- miscommunication there. Becky is normally our call screener. So I am taking over call screening duty for tonight. So we're gonna have gonna try to avoid those, but uh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll do our best here for the rest of the show. And I forgot you were call screening. <laughs> That's okay. It's, That's okay. No problem. We're, 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 it's it's weird being in opposite roles. <laughs> yeah, um, I know. The other it thing is weird. you want to it is the other thing you want to make at least some uh, storage room for is tools for your truck. There's going to be a lot of things you're not going to be able to do, but you should have a basic set of tools in the side box or under the bunk. Things like screwdrivers, a basic set of wrenches, um, uh, pliers, uh, maybe even a filter wrench um, in case you have to change a fuel filter, which is not uncommon. Uh, Duct tape, just little things, and maybe that's something we should put on the Trucking 101 Facebook page. Maybe we should put together a little a little toolkit, um, maybe some necessities that should be on the truck, even if you're a beginning driver and you don't do 
um, you don't really know a whole lot of have a whole lot of mechanic abilities. There's there's still reason to have tools. You may have a, a something sticks or a mud flat falls off or something very basic. You don't want to just be sitting there because you have nothing that that would be a five minute uh, fix to get you down the road, and yet you don't have the the necessary tools to get you there. So that's something that you need. Speaking of tools, things like light bulbs, fuses, those are things that you absolutely need on the truck. Um, Extra fuses is a DOT item, I believe. Uh, You need extra light bulbs in case a light burns out so you don't get pulled in. Again, the DOT scale. And this is a tip I learned from somebody a long time ago. If you go into, I think Walmart has them, but if you go into the women's section, usually they're in the jewelry section or maybe sometimes even in the makeup section. Uh, you can get a small roll-up bag that actually, when it's unrolled, hangs on a rod like a, like a coat hanger. But the thing is it's got little tiny pockets um, that are generally plastic or they could be cloth, but those are absolutely awesome to hang in your closet and throw in fuses, different light bulbs for whether it's marker lights or headlights or things that you don't want to lose and you don't want them to get lost in a bigger space or container. You can actually separate them out. They're hanging there in the closet. You know where they are, and they're not going to get broken or anything of that nature. So that's a good thing to go buy and put in the truck, and they're only a couple of bucks to do so. And um, also for the guys, if you I have no idea what we're talking about right now. Ask whatever woman is in your life, your wife, your girlfriend, your mother, ask them, they'll be able to point it out so you can so you can buy it. But that, that is an awesome tip. Yeah, and that will keep a lot of things um that tend to get lost or broken from being lost and broken and being there when you need them. Uh some other essentials is some space and Usually you need, uh, go get a couple of little plastic containers to kind of group like items together. So things like extra pens, um, if you use a regular log book, extra little rulers. Even if you're on electronic logs, you need to have a spare log book in the truck in case that ELD um, becomes non-operational. You've got to have that on board. Um, any kind of holder for paperwork that you need to turn in your loads and different things, uh, whether that's a folder or something else, figure out what works best for you and figure out where to put that where it's always handy and you always have what you need uh, right there available. Um, Winter's coming up. Winter storage is far harder to manage than summer storage because you have uh, more blankets and things on the bed, so you've got you're taking up more space there. Your clothes, instead of wearing shorts, if that's what you wear, now you're wearing blue jeans. They take up a lot more space. Um, heavy coats, heavy uh, sweatshirt jackets, things of that nature. So, if you can get the storage down right, as we're coming into winter, it'll be much easier in the summer when when you don't have to bring as much on board. And speaking of extra blankets and things like that, just like we uh, spoke about extra food, you also in the winter want to bring uh, even maybe one or two extra blankets 
um, just in case. You may be somewhere and the truck won't start. So you don't have that, uh, you don't have a, maybe the batteries are down. You can't run the auxiliary heater. Maybe your truck doesn't even have one. Maybe you have to idle to stay warm. If the truck is not running and you're waiting on a tow truck, trust me, sometimes you can wait 8, 10, 12 hours um, if it's a blizzard or if it's a uh, certain situation. You need to have things on board that will keep you warm if an emergency like that were to happen. Um, For the wintertime, things like ice cleats that you don't normally have on the truck in the summer, you got to find room for those uh, things in the winter. So look through your – most carriers will give you a list of things that you need to carry in the truck for winter. Take that list and kind of look at where would I store all this stuff and and get it in the truck in a nice, neat manner. Um, living in the truck is just basically like living in your house. Um, but some people, I'm sure some of you have watched the show Hoarders, and I know some <laughs> of you have maybe seen some of these trucks, and maybe you haven't yet, and that's probably a good thing. Um, but I will tell a story real quick that I, I told Melissa. She thought was she had one similar I think but when I was an instructor we used to uh, do spring training at the carrier that I'm with and it was a small classroom section about 30-45 minutes and then you would go out for a check ride and it didn't matter if you had been here you know five minutes five years or 15 years you still went for a check ride and if you were a company driver we as instructors would come into the classroom if you didn't have a trailer, we would get your tractor keys and go hook up a trailer so that everything was ready when you came out of class. Went to get this uh, one guy's tractor to go hook it to a trailer, and I hopped in, and literally you could not even move to the back. They had their bunk full from the top of their bunk to the bottom of the overhead bunk, and then the overhead bunk, was literally full all the way up to the ceiling and it and it reached about a foot and a half towards the nose of the truck. So stuff was just kind of slotted in and it was the same way on the side. Literally, you would have to turn sideways and kind of shuffle to the back if you needed to get to the back. Um, I went to go get a trailer. I barely crept across the parking lot and I could hear stuff shift and kind of moan as you would turn as it shifted. And I'm like, there's there's no way. And this person fortunately did not get fired. They were forced to go get a storage unit for everything basically that was in that truck. Uh, we kind of have a motto here on this show of Trucking 101, and it's don't be that guy. And that is a safety hazard. So literally don't be that guy. It's a safety hazard in a lot of ways. Number one, he couldn't sleep. Um, there was no place to sleep, so he wasn't getting his proper rest, which means he was driving fatigued. We know that because the only place to actually sit or lay, you couldn't even lay, was the driver's seat. So he had to be either leaning back or sleeping over the steering wheel because it was such a, a crowded mess. There's no way you could move that stuff from the bunk to the front. It, it it wasn't going to happen. It was wedged in there tight. Number two, it's a fire hazard. Um, if something, and things happen in trucks, slugs overheat, 
uh, 12-volt appliances overheat. I've had the Coleman cooler uh, plugs melt in a in a truck before. So imagine that in that kind of an environment, that truck will go up before he even knows what happened. Um, it's also a safety issue because if he's moving and something breaks loose and hits him, it could knock him out of his seat. It could knock him out completely, and now he's not in control of that truck. So that's definitely not the way you want to be in your trucking career. And you definitely don't want uh, people to come behind you and see that kind of mess. And I, I will assure you that if the DOT sees something like that, you will be out of service. There will be no discussion. Um, you will be out of service, and uh, furthermore, you would probably be out of a job. So it's better in a small space to kind of keep everything neat and orderly and contained. Anybody have anything yeah, to add to I, that? I, I just had a thought when you were telling that story. That was the second time I was hearing it, but I just had a thought. If I was driving that guy's truck, I would have been as scared something would living would come crawling out of its hole. That would have scared me driving that truck. Yeah, you know, fortunately the thought didn't cross my mind at that point. I was just, I was hunkered <laughs> down trying to make sure if something did fall from the top, I was kind of ducked in um, to myself. Uh, but, yeah, I, uh, thanks for bringing that up. I hadn't even thought about the um, the animal uh, or spider. Yeah, we left our, our truck at a, at a Warner terminal one time, and... Uh, they removed the Qualcomm because we were switching carriers, but they just left the hole open and the truck was sitting there uh, parked for about a week because we went on vacation and they removed the Qualcomm and left the hole open and a mouse crawled up inside of the hole into our truck and got into all of our dry food. And it's just like, that, that, that story reminded me of that. I was looking for the mouse for a long time when we picked the truck up. I was like, is it really gone? I'm not sure if it's gone. Yeah, that would be kind of creepy. And and that's mm-hmm. a good way not to relax at night, too. Um, <laughs> as far as, as uh, other storage, um, just go in and make it make it your space. Make it your space because you're going to spend a lot of time there. You're going to be in that truck um 24 hours a day for the uh, seven days a week for however long you're out on the road. Some people go out for a week, some go for two, some go for four or five. So you are going to spend a lot of time in that truck. Make sure it's comfortable and make sure it is a reflection of you to some degree and what, and what you want to do in there. Um, now for a little more fun topic of living on the road you're not just going to stay in this truck. What are you going to do when you're off when you're off duty when you're not driving? Well, one of the best things is to get outside, get out away from the truck, exercise, maybe walk around the parking lot of the truck stop. Um, if that's something that you want to do, find a place to take some. You can go anywhere from the small rubber band type of resistance training. All the way up to I've seen people pull weight benches out of their trucks. I'm not that good on storage, so I don't know where they're storing that stuff. But look around, find what's important to you. Maybe you want to take a musical instrument. Um, my husband carries a guitar on his truck. 
maybe you uh, paint, maybe you do whatever, but figure out what you want to do when you're not working and make room for whatever that item is. Because I promise you, if you can keep up with some of the things other than trucking that interest you, you will be a much happier, uh, more well-rounded driver when you're working than if all you do is drive, eat, and sleep. That's that's not very good. And a lot of people do that. And they tend not to be the healthiest in the world because they've shut their world down to those three things. And those three things are not enough to keep you fulfilled. But you can also do other things on the truck. Learn about where you're going. Um, there are certain cities and towns that have more uh, in close range of truck parking than others. So learn where those places are. Uh, if you like to bike ride, maybe you take your bike and hit some trails while you're on the road. Um, maybe you go see a movie. Maybe you go uh, to a, a restaurant that's not necessarily a truck stop. There's all kinds of ways to get there. You can take a cab, take an Uber. Um, if your company allows it, and there's parking available, drive your tractor um, if you don't happen to have a trailer that day. But being on the truck is not just a job because you're there. It is an absolute lifestyle, and you've got to have other things that fulfill you on the road other than just, um, like I said, driving, eating, and sleeping, and and that's a major one. Yep, absolutely. I don't know. If I was gonna say I don't know if you're screening a car right now, but I'm sure you probably have something to add to that one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I guess now would be as good a time to talk about it as any. But uh, I believe absolutely you have to have other interests other than driving your truck because it can get really boring out here just driving the truck. I mean, once the initial you know, novelty of being out on the road and being kind of like a paid tourist wears off and you're just out here driving trying to make money, you'll get pretty bored pretty quickly and you can get a little depressed too. And uh, I, I was kind of getting into that mode. I was getting kind of bored, you know, kind of sad. It's just like driving. I mean, I've, I've crisscrossed the country in the past month like six times and it wasn't exciting at all. I was just driving hard trying to make money. And uh, so I was looking for something different to do some other interest that I could pick up. And luckily, Becky is a runner. <laughs> she loves to run. And she has convinced me to train for a half Ironman with her. But I'm actually having a lot of fun with it. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun. And um, so that's another thing. There's a lot of Facebook pages out there um, for different interests when you're on the road. I know there's a Facebook page for guys that are ham radio operators. Um, there's Facebook pages for people that run, that are also runners and also drive a truck. I'm sure there are, uh, there's pages out there for uh, people who drive that cook in their truck. There's Facebook pages out there for just about any activity that you can do and add it into the trucking industry. So find what you want to do and figure out a way to do it on the road. And it's not always easy. It's not always easy to do those things when you're on the road. Um, I know from training for half marathons, workouts get missed. You know, things happen. Uh, loads get shuffled and what you thought you were going to have time to do today 
you don't have time to do today. But that's not an excuse to just shelve it and and not do anything. But uh, Melissa's excited. I'm excited. So we are definitely going to uh, going to do something different while uh, driving the truck. Yep. Hey, Becky, before you move on to the next uh, thing you want to say, we actually have a question on the line. You want to go ahead and take that question? Sure. All right. We have Kim in California. Hey, Kim, you're on the air. Hi, Becky. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm getting over a cold, so I sound hoarse, but um, I do a lot of cooking in the truck, and I've had enough trucks, you know, like... I don't know how to be organized, but I just got a new truck, and I cannot figure out where to put um, paper towels. You know, when I'm driving, it's nice to reach and get one. I usually had them on a bungee from uh, the box, you know, that's right above you and the passenger side on a bungee. There's no netting in here, and so I have a hard time with that. And I actually had another one. If you cook on the truck, how do you organize your stuff in big crates or small ones? Because I've got my stuff in a small one, and I have to have it lying down sideways because it'll come flying at me if I have a hard stop or something. Oh, my. So what what kind of cabinets do you have in your truck? Do you have, like, uh, like, they're they're all solid. Solid cabinets. I have no netting whatsoever okay. here. So, but they have doors, right? Or no? Yeah, yeah. Solid doors. Okay, and the, the and so one. Uh, I guess the cabinets. Do they have shelves? Um, the one right behind me has a shelf, which is the closet, the only closet, and so it cuts all your winter stuff in half. You know, jackets oh, well. fit. It's like um, smaller, shorter than what a shirt length is. So I've got my okay, and here and there already. So there's is there there's nothing on the other side then? There's no cabinet on the other side at all? Oh, yeah, there's a cabinet above uh, where my microwave is. And then I have a 680. It's got the captain's seat that spins around. And you've got the work that's oh, okay. pulled out with the TV. And, uh, the other side yep. is um, the cabinet, my pull-out fridge, and a cabinet underneath. But it's it's me and the 75-pound standard poodle. So that's his drawer beneath the fridge. Oh, okay. Um, so basically what I do is I'm mine's set up a little different. I've got a tall coat, a tall... Uh, cabinet on one side and then a space for what's actually for a TV and then, you know, a small cabinet above. But on the other side, I have a pretty good size cabinet with with shelves. But I put my, the stuff I cook with in that cabinet behind uh-huh. the driver's seat with the shelves. But my truck is laid out a little bit different than you. And within that, I also use like those clear, um, you can find them at Walmart, you can find them at uh, Lowe's, those clear refrigerator bins. I use those to store oh. like, um, like utensils. I have my like spices in those. Yeah, I have my spices have- and utensils 
skulls in those. Yeah. So I, I have one uh I have one for kitchen tools and I have a couple of more for things like, you know, olive oil and and bottles like that that I, I set the bottles in upright. For spices, what I did is I went and got um the uh bathroom stuff that has the it's like a um, shampoo holder but it's got the oh, yeah. tough velcro. Well, I kind of right. we own our truck. <laughs> so I I glued it to the side of the cabinet. So I put all my spice. I've got like oh. two of them. And I've got my spices in those, and I've got a third one uh, that holds like any kind of vitamins or supplements or whatever that I'm on, you know, there. Um, for the winter coat, I never hang my winter coat up. It goes on the back of my chair um, because I'm going to be wearing it anyway, so it takes up way too much space in the closet. So it goes on the back of the chair. The dog food goes into a bin that's tall and skinny, so it goes between the chair and uh, the cabinet. Um, things like the crock pot, we keep our, um, my husband and I, we each have a truck, but we keep our crock pot under the bunk um, in that space under the bunk, to, uh, right up against the front wall. Um, yeah, I don't have any room under my bunk because of my I'm APU. Sorry? I have oh, no have room under the bunk because of my APU. But this truck, I have space from the top of the shelf to the ceiling. So my aroma, I have a new wave plate. I have all that stored on, on top of the cabinet. Oh, that's awesome that you've got room, that you've got room oh, for all of that. My top bunk is just a mess. I hate it. I um, I use the the giant uh, Ziploc bags. Have you seen those? The great big mm-hmm. huge clear ones. I use those for my clothes, and then a duffel um, for laundry. But then I have a another bucket up there with all my bookwork in it, and so the the top is just. I've got oh. I do have two drawers under my my table, and that's just uh, dry goods, soups, tuna, you know, anything that's canned <laughs> is in there. So, so on your I actually have a did you take the mattress out? Go ahead, Melissa. Yeah, I actually have an idea for the upper bunk. We actually we're, oh, our no. upper our upper bunk is organized uh, pretty well. I think we took the mattress out. Uh, so we just had the flat, hard surface from, from the uh, actual yeah, bunk itself. It, yeah, and then we took um, we took a, those stackable drawers. We bought them at the container store, and they stack one on top of each other. And we have those uh, two sets of those, so a total of six. And then in between, we have open baskets with with you know all kinds of different stuff in there. And in order to make sure nothing falls. Like if we have to do an emergency stop, which everybody knows we had to do the other week, we took the seatbelt and put it over top of all that stuff and buckled it in. So that keeps everything from from falling uh, if we have to do an emergency stop. And it, it, we have tons of stuff up there. It's, it's great. The container store is going to be a really good resource for you. So how do you reach it all? Do you have to climb up to that top bunk? Yes. Yes, we do. But it's really yeah, I don't know if you have any issues in that uh, area or not. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. Yeah, I've tried those the, the 
drawers like that in my closet, my other truck. And it was all right. It worked in that one. But, all right. Yeah, and I'm just trying to, instead well, of big bucks, maybe I should yeah. get lots of smaller ones. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. Yeah, you may want to do that. Any kind of flat surface. If you have any kind of flat surface, something will stick to. Oh, I do. I do. I'll go to the camping I do. world. I do. Go to camping out. world. Okay. Yeah. Um, go to camping world, and they have a paper towel holder that will stick with the with with. Uh, I don't know what kind of glue they use, but it's it's made to stick to a flat surface, and you can find that at camping world. Really? Oh, I could use that. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm having a hard time putting my scan gauge. I mounted it to the left of my steering wheel, and uh, the first time I turned my heater on, it melted the glue. So my scan gauge is Hmm. broke because I didn't realize it. It slipped between the door and the dash, and I shut the door on it broke it. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. I know. i got to get a new one. (laughs) All right. Well, you gave me a bunch of ideas, ladies. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you. You're welcome. You too. Thanks for calling in. Okay. And I'm glad ahead, I'm glad she called because different trucks are way different as far as what kind of storage is available. We had a Volvo 780. That was probably the best truck for storage, bar none. There was, I don't think there's any truck on the planet that has more storage space than that one. Um and it's tough if you move from a truck that has a lot of storage space to one that's not so much. But, yeah. and especially if you're a company driver and you may go from truck to truck like that, it makes it pretty tough to, but it's just one of those things. The more you're, the longer you're in there, the more you will figure out what doesn't work, what does work for you, and kind of where you need to, you know, what kind of direction you need to, head in and you know what i think we should do as a group as the trucking 101 group i think we should all take pictures of our different stored solutions and put them up on the facebook page to give people ideas oh that's a great idea that's, that's so awesome be on the lookout idea. for that, we'll do that as as soon as mine uh comes out of the shop i will definitely <laughs> take pictures of <laughs> Of my truck, so hopefully and that I'll will be this week. Over. Yep, hopefully that will be this week. So yes, we need to get because through I'm not sure how many different types of trucks we have among our group, but maybe we can get enough different types of trucks that we'll see. We'll we'll give uh, you know a lot of different people some ideas on on what to do with their stuff. Do we have any more calls or? Question? Uh, we have some advice from one of our group members, uh, but I want you to go ahead and get through all your material, and then we'll take their advice. Okay. Um, somebody just asked me about apartment trucks, and I'm not sure what apartment trucks. That was rough. That was rough. I don't oh, know okay. what he's talking about either. We'll just ignore him. <laughs> I need an apartment truck. Is there? Is there such? A, I yeah. guess he's talking about the big sleepers, but the big most sleepers, first year yeah. drivers aren't going to have um, apartment trucks. Um, maybe he's talking about people's trucks that look like apartments. Uh, I've never seen that. Anyway. 
I've never seen that. <laughs> but um, trying to think what else we can add to that as far as the main thing is it's just it's just fit it to you and and like I said before make it your space. Um, you're going to have an issue at first because you're not even going to know what to carry. As you go on, you'll figure out, you'll take things out on the road with you that you're, you'll figure out real quick. I thought I would need this. I never use it. Don't be afraid to purge stuff out that you never, ever use. In fact, I would say once a quarter, like once at the beginning of each season, go through your truck and look around and say, what is taking up space in here that I don't use, don't need, I haven't seen, you know, pull it out. Take it back home and uh, the same thing goes for you'll be out there at some point and you'll think, oh, my gosh, I don't have anything to do this with. I need to um, I need to figure out where to put this or, or what I'm going to do here. But I do a yeah. purge a lot. I do. I literally yeah. do a purge about every season, about every quarter. Yeah, we're not as good as you are. We do about once a year. We call it our spring cleaning. We'll empty this. Well, I won't. Rick will. Rick will empty the truck out and then just reload everything back up. And along the way, he'll find stuff that we haven't used and 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 get rid of it. So yeah, we do that about once a year. Yeah, I I'm I'm not that patient. I I I start looking around and like, well, this stuff has got to go. First, it usually starts with a cleaning spree, and then I find myself uh, chucking. And with the dogs, too. Um, I know Kim said she had a 75-pound poodle. Well, that's kind of, you know, I travel with a Lab Dane mix. Russ travels with a a full lab. So, you know, you got to have all their paraphernalia as well. Uh, so you got to have storage space, and that's where the little containers uh, come in handy. And you're right. If you go somewhere like Walmart, you kind of get the bare basic, I guess, storage containers that really are kind of, they're functional, but they're not as suited to being creative with space as someplace like um, storage. Uh, the, container the container store. store. I love the container store. It has so much great stuff. If you guys have not gone to the container store to scope it out for stuff for your truck, you need to go. It is fantastic. My only problem with it, I spent way too much money. (laughs) Exactly. So you're going to have to be in a relatively larger city to get um, to a container store. Um, I'm sure they probably have online shopping as well. Maybe able to do it that way. But if you go somewhere like that, yes, the containers are going to be a little more expensive. Thing is, they're not just going to be cookie-cutter boxes that you see at every Walmart. You're actually going to be able to find things that fit in the nook and crannies of that truck that you're not going to be able to do at a Walmart. Uh, you're going to be able to put right. together storage solutions that will fit your truck that a, a generic store just is not going to have. And don't worry about um, – use things like um, uh, the um, the hooks. The 3M, you know, the ones that don't leave a mark. Use those. They've got stuff that will hold all kinds of things. So you could uh, hang your gloves on one of those so you always know where they are. The dog's leash or um, 
anything like that that you can you can hang baskets. Uh, get one of those, couple of those hooks to share the weight of the basket and hang a basket that has holes in it um, to store, uh, like what I was talking about later, maybe you're on uh, prescription medicine and you want to get it uh, where you see it every day, but it's up and out of the way. Um, things like that. Look in, um, type in storage ideas for small spaces, and you'll come up with a whole slew of things that you could be doing. But there's a way to utilize just about every bit of space in there, and you just got to get creative uh, with with what you're going to do. Um, video games. You could take one of those little uh, little bitty containers and hang uh, CDs or video games uh, to get them up and out of the way and not taking up drawer space or shelf space. Um, same thing with cooking uh, utensils. Those are very, very light, so you can hang them uh, on the side of the closet instead of taking up space in the closet. Hats. You guys are always wearing baseball hats. Get some hooks. Throw them on hooks so that, you know, they're not taking up closet space. Um, Actually, uh, we've been talking about the container store. We've been talking about the container store. They actually have a hanger. This it's got a bunch of clips hanging from the hanger, so it's just one hanger. You, uh, Rick and I keep it in the bunk area. It's hanging up on a hook, and we have like ten hats hanging from this one hanger. It's great. Oh, Container store. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, and that's and that's probably another low cost way to get stuff that normally is taking up space that it doesn't need to be taking up. Um, if you have your own truck and you don't mind uh, drilling a hole in the bottom bunk or somewhere like that, those uh, three-tiered baskets that people normally put fruit and things in um, that hang, use that. You could use it for socks and underwear. You can use it for fruit. You can use it for all, all kinds of things to to get stuff out of the closet but still in a manner that's accessible and that you can reach. Um, in the closets, I have picked up um, shelves that you can put that are made to store dishes in a cabinet, but it also almost turns my one shelf into a double shelf. You know, I can put um, uh, storage bags and Reynolds wrap and things like that underneath um, other things like silverware or paper plates or things like that. So I have now doubled my storage capacity on that shelf just by putting something like that in there. And those you can pick up cheap at Lowe's, Walmart, wherever you happen to be. Yeah, and another tip for storage, if you're going to have a lot of stuff in your truck, especially like spices, which normally come in in a glass container and uh, other things that will rattle around and make noise, uh, Rick Rick and I, we took a shelf liner. It's kind of a, a rubbery sound dampening material and we lined all of our baskets with it to keep the stuff from rattling and it works great. Oh, thank you for that cuz I hear my spices all the time going down the road. Clink 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 clink. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. That'll work. it'll work great. Awesome. Awesome. So so somebody had some tips for us? 
Yes, we have uh, Seth on the line. Rebecca might be with him. I'm not sure, but we, I know we have Seth. He's got some tips for us. Hey, Seth, you're on the air. Yeah, I'm here. Hey, you got some tips hey, for us? Uh, sorry, what was that? I said hello, Seth. Yeah. Oh, hey, how's it going? Good. Yeah, so, I was, so I've been listening to everything. Um, yeah, I mean... I've agreed with just about everything. I remember when we drove a uh, Cascadia for the, it was a company truck at the time, you know, and it's like some of these, you know, of course you can't modify a company truck, but what we did do is I actually wound up, um, I just took some measurements in the cabinets and I wound up just, uh, and I wound up making some shelves to increase the storage space that way. I just like bought some plywood about like a strip across the front so things wouldn't fall full, fall over fall off the front. And then I just on the flat surface I put down I just like hot glued some rubberized rubberized uh, matting to it so things would wouldn't slide around so much. Um yeah and I bought, you know, soon after, yeah, I have our tool set in the driver's box on the current truck and I've pretty much done that with all of them. I mean, there's other things to take that I didn't hear. Like, we also, for our truck, it's like, you know, we keep two gallons of oil for the engine. And we also keep oil for the power steering because it's a different kind, two quarts of that. Keep, we keep coolant in it, which has come in handy uh, at least once. Um, yeah, and like, you know, in the toolbox, I've got my, I've also got my fuses and some of the smaller lights, like, you know, for like the blinkers and the, you know, like the trailer lights inside the four-inch round ones and side markers and all that I keep in the passenger box. Um, it was a bit of a struggle, Hazard, which is an 03 Columbia, um, that the previous trucks we had for the company, they, they did have it. This one doesn't. It was on that outside behind the driver's spot. They had a box to put your chains, tire chains in. And this truck doesn't have that, so we've had to get creative with uh, get a little more creative on the passenger box because that's where we're that's where we decide to put uh, put our chains. Thank heavens we haven't had to use them. Oh yeah, Rebecca said um, definitely stated safe uh, for the females out there to uh, bring cranberry pills in case you have urinary tract problems. Um, and you know you know us. We also have our two little kitties out there. So we for this truck, so we had to. We kind of reconfigure things. But we had one spot, you know, we have a spot, you need to have a spot where the litter box goes, of course. So it's like we have a spot on the floor where the shoes used to go. Now that's the litter box. So now we have, so we were trying to figure out where to get the shoes. Um, we were kind of blessed because we had some gift certificates from LL Bean that we used by duffel bag. So we keep like, we keep like our every everyday clothes in one bag and our you know, and our clothes for more special occasions for like for like, you know, if you're gonna be out on the town because you know, you stop somewhere because you want to or because the truck's broken down or what have you. Um, so those are in are in a different bag. And <laughs> we also have a travel iron of course, because sometimes those things need ironing before you can wear them. Um, for us, those are awesome. Out of our, yeah. We live out of our coolers as far as food goes. We, we might go out 
to eat like once a week or so. Um, so we got our one cooler on the floor, and we also have a 12-volt fridge in the side, in the side on the floor behind the driver. I think that's where our cabinet used to be. I think I might have considered I mean, it looks like it built, was built for a 12-volt fridge because of where the socket is. There's a one in the back corner, so I'm, you know, it seems like that, was, that area was neat for that. That's where it went. Yeah, All right. Kind of great stuff, though. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. So, what, like, what well, truck do y'all have? Did you say you had a Columbia? Yeah, we dr- we have an O3 Columbia. Okay. Uh, Kevin Rutherford yeah, that's special, free EGR. <laughs> yeah, we have a Columbia too. So it, it's not too bad on space, but um, not as not as good as some. Right, yeah, it's probably like second, because for the company we drive for and we're leased to now, since this is our first block truck, I mean, they started us out with um, centuries, which are a lot, which the insides are a lot arranged very similar to what we have now. And then later on, they moved to Cascadia. So we kind of like had to sit down and reconfigure out, okay, well, where's all this going to go? I mean, the top bunk's pretty much been the top bunk. That's been constant. So whatever has gone there before, just we just kept on with that. I mean, that's got stuff like our, that has, you know, has like our clothing bag, our toiletries. Oh, yeah, for one thing um, we found for this truck, too, that there's no seat belts on the top bunk. Um, so securing, securing was a bit of a challenge, but... Where I went to, um, there I don't know, I think this is a region, only a regional in the Northwest store, but it's called Harbor Freight. And oh, what I did over. find, Harbor Freight oh, okay, well, over. good. Yeah, actually, yeah. there's going to be one opening in our hometown next month, which is great. And we found that um, they actually sell netting that was, like, intended for pickup, but it, like, fits perfectly over, the, over our top bunk, and it's got hooks. What I did was all straps, and it's like you hook the you hook the S hook from the netting into the hooks on the on the straps, and it just makes it pretty nice and secure. Although it does, awesome. although the netting does the netting does stretch out. It looks like you probably should replace it about once a year. So we're going to do that as soon as we get home. Wow, that's great. Yeah, that yeah. is a good idea. It keeps everything uh, secured up there. Yeah, because you know okay. things can yeah things can go flying. Oh, absolutely! I mean, you definitely try- want to secure yourself for sure. Yeah. I mean, we're okay, not so, uh, we're quite as bad. To the show. Any final thoughts before we uh, go to close out the show? I think I've pretty much covered everything I want. It's like, well, just, other than just like, yeah, just put some put some thought into it. Maybe like write down what you maybe prioritize a list of what you absolutely want to take, which would be which is pretty much required, which is which would be good to have, and what would just be an absolute luxury if you were able to take it. You just kind of you might just want to work off that list, work down and. 
fine, place it. You know, it's like maybe just take the absolute necessity list first, try and see where everything like that would go and what's left over. And then you kind of like work your way down to what, you know, what would be nice to have and what's just, what's a luxury and what, and what have you. All right. Thank you very much, Seth. That was excellent stuff. You're welcome. We'll talk to you later. Yes, oh, it yeah. was. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, we got about three and a half minutes left in the show, so you want to wrap it up, Becky, and, and when Rick and I will close it out? Yeah, just um, just kind of finish up what um, Seth was saying. It, it, it's a work in progress, so uh, do the initial load-in. See what's working for you, but just as importantly, see what's not working for you. And every time you go home, you can do a little bit more rearranging and a little more uh, creativity as far as uh, what's easier to be stored here, what's easier to be stored there. And eventually, you will get it. You will get it to where uh, your truck is basically your second little home and your little oasis. And I'm like Melissa. I think it's kind of like camping, but um, some ways better, some ways worse. But whatever you do, you want to make it your space and you want to make it fun. Yeah, you can turn your truck into an RV. It takes a little bit of work, but it'll be like being paid to RV around the country. Yes. Yes, it will. Okay, so... uh, All right, excellent stuff. Thank you very much, Becky. Rick and I are going to go ahead and close out the show. Uh, I will say one more thing before we do our close. Uh, When it comes to organizing the truck, you would definitely want to make a plan. One thing that Rick and I do when when we bought our new truck, we took a piece of paper and we basically drew a map of the truck and showed all the different storage areas. And we wrote down what we wanted in each area. So we had a plan. So we just went in and we just, you know, put everything in their slot. And not only did that make moving into the truck easy, uh, we actually had a map for where our stuff was. So it's like, where's that, you know, whatever. Just check the map. So uh, we need a new map, but uh, it, it was Okay, so we would like to thank everyone for listening. You can find all of our podcasts at letstruck.com slash audio road. If you have any questions, you can find us on Facebook at Trucking 101 on Audio Road. Like our page and ask us questions. You can also leave comments or topic suggestions. You can also reach us through Let's Truck at 855-800-FUEL or email support at letstruck.com. We would like to talk about the other podcasts on the Audio Road Network. Sunday is Rolling Toll, Toe with Mike and Kevin Beckett at 9 p.m. Tuesday is Trucking with Authority with Kenny Long at 7 p.m. Wednesday, Race and Lanes with Rico Muhammad also at 7 p.m. And Destination Health with Kim Cockerham and Kevin Rutherford is Wednesday at 1 p.m. All times are Eastern. To be reminded about the listen to 99,000 in the U.S., 76,000 in Canada. We would like to sign off with a quote from one of our favorite best-selling authors, Larry Wingett. Love what you do enough to become excellent at it. Otherwise, you don't. Good night, everyone. We hope you'll join us next week, Saturday. And thank you for